We are just getting word now of a large hurricane building over Wellington. We advise all rugby fans assemble at the Caketon or get to their nearest television screen with the sports channel this weekend to await further instructions. Hello everyone and welcome along to the first ever episode of my brand new podcast, The Canes Cast. The unofficial Hurricanes rugby podcast where we follow one of the best super rugby teams out there, The Hurricanes. I am your host, Blair Mockett, and in today's episode, we're going to start off by looking at uh, some of the results from the weekend. We'll talk a bit about those, and then we are going to take you deep inside the press conference of the Hurricanes-Highlanders game. And then to wrap it up, we'll we'll look to next week and the round of games that uh, look to follow, and maybe make some predictions. So firstly, from the weekend, we had the Crusaders beating the Bulls quite convincingly despite a yellow card to Tim Perry. The final score of that game, 33-14. to Now, I just want to talk a little bit about the yellow card because watching the game, it didn't look that bad. And I know what they're trying to do with the new rules, but I'm just a bit worried, you know, what's a high tackle nowadays? You know, do players just have to go low and just hope for the best? I don't know. In other results, the Rebels continue their good run of form, dominating the Sharks in Melbourne 46-17. to Now, the Rebels are going pretty well at the moment. They're on top of the table and on top of the Australian Conference, which we'll wait and see what exactly that means, and we'll see what happens when they face some stronger opposition. Meanwhile, the Chiefs absolutely destroy the Sunwolves, running in nine tries to two. Final score of that game, 61-10. to 10. Meanwhile, the Hurricanes break the Highlanders' unbeaten run. Final score of that game, 29-12, to 12, and what was TJ Perinara's 100th game for the club. Congratulations to him. I'm sure it is a proud moment for him. The Stormers beat the Reds 25-19. Yeah, not not really much to say on that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Hagawares shock the Lions in Argentina, 49-35. Now, the Lions were finalists last year, and if the Hagawares can beat them, it shows that they can compete in this competition. So, maybe if they get some consistency, they will be super rugby contenders. Let's now have a look at the result from the weekend involving the Hurricanes. They defeated the Highlanders 29 points to 12 in front of over 14,000 fans at Westpac Stadium. That result brings the Highlanders' unbeaten streak to an end, as impressive as it was, with tries to Bowden Barrett, two tries to Ben Lamb, two for Vince Arso, and for the Highlanders, just the two tries for Waisaki Naholo. Now this fixture, Hurricanes v Highlanders, has always had a, uh, a special place in my heart. Hurricanes versus Highlanders was the first ever game that I went to at Westpac Stadium. It was back in 2012, it was back in my early years in high school. And I think we ended up losing that game, however, by two points. And for the next uh, few years, we would I think we went on to lose four straight to the Highlanders at home, which is uh, it's always disappointing, including that uh, 2015 Super Rugby Final. But now with this win, we are now three in a row 
against the Highlanders. So that is something to be proud of. But something even more to be proud of was the fact that it was TJ Perinara's 100th game for the Canes. Congratulations to him and his family. I remember when he started his career uh, coming off the bench against the Stormers in 2012, you know, later on making his starting debut against the Western Force, scoring a hat-trick in his first ever start. A few years later, he would go on to play for the Barbarians, and later in 2014, he would finally debut for the All Blacks against England. He is now probably one of the best halfbacks in the country, and he showed that on Saturday with a very good performance against the Highlanders. Well, we're now going to take you deep inside the press conference of that game. This is what Hurricanes head coach Chris Boyd and Brad Shields had to say following that impressive win against the Highlanders. I don't know what it felt like on the field Brad could could um, you know confirm or deny, but we felt at halftime that we were losing the battle around the ball to them. They were a little bit more urgent than us and they were just a, you know in that in that space before we were were. So we just needed to make a change of about half a metre to get our game going. And then it was going to come down to a couple of key moments which pretty much it did. How did it feel out there? Yeah, hundred percent. It's it was it's almost like when we get into our, our mindset of carry clean, just do the real basic stuff right, be really patient, that's when it sort of opens up and I think in the first half we're a little bit loose. Um, even though the weather was sort of a bit wet, we still seem to be as a little bit behind the eight ball with our clean outs and, and looking after our ruck ball. So when we're patient, I think it's easier for us to get into the game. I think our micro skill, you know, our, our key skills weren't, weren't accurate enough. Um, Having said that, I thought we kicked the ball away a couple of times when, when in turnovers and we had opportunities, and we were a little bit conservative. So we talked before the game about our game plan wasn't going to change because of the weather, but when we applied different situations, might. So we just might be a little bit conservative, a little bit more conservative about when we did things. Uh, and I think probably we dialed that back just a little bit too far. This this stage, it's about accumulating points to get yourself into log positions. So. Yeah, such a tough season with a double, a double round, uh, double local derby round. You've you've got to, you know, we dropped that Bulls game and we're grumpy about that. You've got to pick up your home games against your derby teams, and if you can sneak a couple of games on the road against the others, then then they're the bonus games for you. But um, you know, everybody's got eight. Fifty percent of our games are local derbies. Fifty percent. So it's. I think it's. I think with that is the bonus points are real crucial and. We obviously really wanted to pick up a bonus point in that in that last sort of five minutes. So sometimes at the end of the season, as Bordy says, you're long accumulating points. Sometimes that one point can be the difference between playing at home and away. So sometimes that's pretty crucial. Jordy Barrett coming up against uh, Ben Smith. What was uh, your assessment of how he went? Oh, it's a bit hard for fullbacks to to compare them, but I thought Jordy's aerial work in the back half of the second half was was pretty crucial. I mean, he dropped one off the shoulder in the in the, in the early early doors, but um, when you're six foot nine and you can leap about a metre, you know, it's you get up there pretty high. So um, you know, he's that's a great part of his game. Um, and when he really commits himself to, to going high after that ball, I, you know, 
maybe him and Flau, that would be about it in the world that can get that off off, off the ball. And do you know what the uh, injury situation to Adi Sabe is? Uh, he's, got a, he's got a bit of a tender rib or two, so uh, I, don't think, uh, I don't think there's any cracks or breaks there, but um, he's, a bit, he's a bit sore. And with that win, the Hurricanes are now just one point behind the top of the New Zealand Conference, the Crusaders. But bear in mind, we do have a game in hand. Overall on the standings, it leaves us fourth overall. So what that means is if we were to have the finals now, we would be hosting the Chiefs at Westpac. And I reckon we could probably go on to win that. But as we all know, it is a long season and there are many more games to come. The Hurricanes now move to Melbourne to take on the top of the Australian Conference Rebels. And to wrap things up for this episode, we're just going to have a look at the games coming up next week. And let's make some predictions and uh, let's see if uh, I can start some controversy with my uh, <laughs> predictions. First up, we've got the Chiefs versus the Highlanders. And I'm reckoning the Highlanders for this one. I reckon the Highlanders by 12. I don't think the Chiefs so far, despite the fact they have been winning, I don't think they've actually been that convincing. Rebels versus the Hurricanes? Well, i got to go with the Hurricanes. Absolutely, 100%. Although, it'll be an interesting test for the Rebels because now they're coming up against a New Zealand team. They're top of the Aussie Conference and top of the overall standings. And so this will be a true test for where the Rebels are at, I think. Blues versus the Sharks, I reckon at home I think the Blues, despite the fact they are bottom of the New Zealand Conference, will beat the Sharks. I'm predicting them to beat the Sharks by, I'm going to say a solid 20 points. I think when you look at the New Zealand Conference, even though the Blues are at the bottom of the New Zealand Conference, I think they are still a team to be reckoned for, and they can still make the playoffs. Brumbies v Waratahs, well... Uh, I don't know how to predict this one, folks. Um, ugh. I guess when you just look at the Aussie Conference on paper, you'd, you'd go with the Waratahs just because they're on top. But, I mean, the Aussie Conference doesn't actually look that threatening this year. Some people are saying it, it's it's the weakest conference in this competition. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Waratahs on this one. Finally, to wrap up, Bulls v Stormers. Now... I am actually going to break off from the crowd, and I'm actually going to say the Bulls for this one. I reckon it will be tight, but I think the Bulls, even though they haven't been winning in New Zealand, in their Australasian tour, they have actually played some very exciting rugby. It's different to what South Africans normally play with the usual, you know, run it up the guts, bargy, argy-bargy sort of stuff. They're actually trying to put players into space, into space, into space, and it's actually working for them. They're, you know, they're pulling off some spectacular tries. However, they're just not being able to go the distance. Well, that just about wraps it up. Thank you very much for tuning into the first ever episode of the Canes Cast. I hope this is the start of an amazing journey for us. Feel free to like and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And don't forget to follow our social media. You can follow us at The Canes Cast on Twitter and on Facebook as well as Instagram. But for now, thanks for tuning in. And until next week, batten down the hatches, The Canes are coming.